On this very special episode of the No More Late Fees podcast, Danielle and I are reflecting on our first year's podcasters by talking about some of our favorite episodes, quotes, and other milestones we have met in our first 35 episodes. Oh my God, 35 episodes. That's insane. It's only been what, nine months now? It's definitely been a wild ride for sure. So here's a quick breakdown by the numbers because we are not just beauty around this place. So our first episode was Empire Records, which we launched on April 8th, aka Rex Manning Day. Since then, we've done 35 episodes, 17 trailers, two celebrity interviews, 24 guests, two bonus episodes, with a total of 8,866 plays at 2,815 minutes of content. Not counting the social media shit that we've had to put together, but I digress. It's amazing. That's a lot of numbers. We spent a lot of time this year. (laughs) When you look at it like that, you're like, wow. And that doesn't, like you said, include social media and it doesn't include editing no, any of this. Nope. <laughs> no. <laughs> and just so y'all know, so we're transparent. Danielle does the social media. I do the editing. Like we don't hire anyone to do anything for us. It's just the two of us. And we have two full-time jobs. So this baby. <laughs> she that we birthed, literally birthed. <laughs> it can be cumbersome at times. That's why still not on a set schedule because life gets in the way (laughs) we're doing the best that we can but you know like honestly I think this has taught both of us so much but for me I just feel like I've learned that I could do way more than I ever thought that I could do if you had told me a year ago that we were going to do a podcast I'd have been like oh that's chuggy. We would never. No, actually, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Those words have never come through my mouth ever. No, just I would have been like, I don't know how to do a podcast. I don't even listen to them. So <laughs> what you talk about, Willis? I'm still in shock. And, and not only have we done a podcast, I think we've been doing a pretty good job considering we had no experience whatsoever. Yeah, we're almost to 9,000 listens. That's amazing. <laughs> People had to go to our podcast somewhere on some sort of service almost 9,000 times and listen to us. That's, That's insane. <laughs> I I just, I don't know what's crazier that we've been able to get the guests that we've been able to get on the show or the fact that people are not just listening, but there are people in other countries that listen to us. I, all right. So obviously we've done all of this, but the people probably want to know what are the top five listened to episodes? Some of these surprised me. Same. Um, (laughs) I thought it was going to be straight, just episode one through episode five, because anyone who finds us, they typically go back to the beginning and listen. So I was like, oh, obviously our earlier episodes are going to have the highest numbers. (laughs) Not necessarily true. (laughs) Okay. Well, coming in at number five, this is the one that has shocked me the most. It's the Space Jam, y'all. 
everybody slam and welcome to the gym (laughs) i think people just truly truly love space jam and even though we may not have shared those um same feelings we appreciate that you appreciate space jam honestly i think people like to watch the train wreck that is us trying to do sports (laughs) coming in at number four not a train wreck but a shipwreck it's our titanic episode (laughs) number two this this episode was so polarizing even amongst my friends they're just (laughs) like what and i was like team let the bitch sink i don't know what to tell you (laughs) i'm sorry (laughs) and it is one of those rare episodes where we are both on the same bandwagon of we we hate this movie (laughs) (laughs) spoiler alert if this is your first episode It's like with passion. Yeah. We had so much passion in that episode of how much <laughs> Titanic sucked. <laughs> yeah. And those were the days when Serena used to listen. So oh Serena Shea. <laughs> and if you don't know who Serena is, that is my younger sister. And every few episodes we get in a Serena shade because we know she ain't listening. So I sat at Thanksgiving and Christmas this year, nothing, Mm. nothing. Well, that's unfortunate. Speaking of Serena, our third episode (laughs) is Scream. And she was on that episode. She was. Yeah. I was super excited because she like loves that movie. It was, that was a lovely time. Well, it was a milestone also because it was the first episode that we got to record together. This so is, yes, I was visiting. In person, I mean. <laughs> Obviously, all the other episodes are together. If you haven't gleaned yet, I, I typically live in Austin. I travel for work, so sometimes I'm in Orlando. Danielle's in South Florida. And so most of the time we're Zooming. And... That was the first time that we were in the same place to record and our video is crazy because no one's looking in the same direction. Like it is, I rewatched it to pull something the other day. I'm like, we look like we're just like, (laughs) it looked like we were on edge. Like there was an intruder in the house and we didn't know where we should be looking (laughs) it's like that spider-man meme where everyone's just (laughs) me and serena around the round table just (laughs) well is is a good experience because we learned so hopefully the next time we do in person it'll be a lot better yeah (laughs) (laughs) Um, what's our second danielle well our second is also another milestone it was our 10th episode And it was the first time we had a guest that we weren't interviewing for like a trailer or mini-sode with our girl, Gwen. She's all that. Love that movie. Two of of the three of us love that movie. (laughs) (laughs) Two out of three ain't bad, as they say. Yeah. But that was an amazing episode. And that was when we kind of realized, like, number one, we had people that were willing to come and do the the podcast with us outside of our friends and family. Yeah. And number two, that they were actually interested in us and wanted to be part of what we were creating, which was 
super amazing because we just thought we were yelling into a void. We were just talking to ourselves and hoping for the best. We thought we were getting participation trophies from our friends and family. That's what we thought. (laughs) And honestly, Gwen has been like third musketeer. We didn't know we needed, and we absolutely love having her on the show. I've already told Jackie, there's a short list of people that can be her host. If I ever am deceased, pass away (laughs) or maybe just on vacation. Oh yeah. That too. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe just under the water, (laughs) not dead. (laughs) Anywho, there's only a short list and for sure. Gwen is at the top of that list. She's amazing. And coming in at number one, it's on prior records. Our very first episode. I, I mean, like Jackie said, it's not surprising because it is our first episode. People usually go back and try to listen to the first one, but also I think it's just because it's Empire Records. The movie is a cult classic for a reason, and uh, it's really funny to think back on. <laughs> it feels like it was years ago, and it was only a few months ago. Just us trying to get a rhythm of how we were going to carry out the show and what we were doing. It made it extra special because if you haven't listened to the episode, spoiler alert, Jackie and I watched two different versions. And so there are some fun surprises in that episode. Someone had tweeted about it. Another podcast had tweeted how unfair it was that we were so good so early. And that was like the nicest thing, highest compliment ever because we honestly had no clue what the hell we were doing. We were just bumbling through it. We realized we watched two different versions of the movie. It was a bumpy ride for sure. I was sitting at my kitchen table. Yeah, you didn't have your podcast room yet. I did not. (laughs) The cats be meowing. Ken would have to stand outside the sliding glass door until there was a pause where he could come in, make a noise in the kitchen. It was crazy. That was such a fun episode. (laughs) It was. Oh, it was Home Dance Film Festival podcast at Home Dance Pod on Twitter said, went back to listen to the first episode of No More Late Fees today, and it is really unfair how good they were from the beginning. Check them out if you have not already. So So freaking nice. So sweet. (laughs) We have met so many cool podcasts and like Twitter pals and just internet friends who have just, they've been so supportive. It is crazy. I've never um, experienced this much support from strangers in my life. Yeah. Our, our fellow podcasters that have guested, we've had the witchery podcast. We've had roll call. Paula, Lil Raj. (laughs) We've had room two, three, seven, four minutes two, And then we just, you know, our alumna potty group who are absolutely amazing. Shout out to them. Just a group of podcasters that just welcomed us from all ranges, like who just started, who've been doing it for years, giving their feedback and telling us which tools to use and being able to like shoot questions when you're kind of stuck on something. It That has been so fantastic to have as support. We've also been streamed in 11 countries. That's insane. I I know. And our top three countries, we obviously the United States, 
Number three is Canada, but at number two is the Republic of Moldova. And I feel like this is the equivalent to Genovia. I don't know what it is, but it's like at 2% of our listeners. Who are they? Where? Why? Please hit us up on one of our socials. <laughs> like, we love you. We love that the Republic of Moldova loves us. <laughs> It's that was when I was pulling all this information together. It's like, okay, yeah, US. I was expecting like UK. I know we have some like Australian listeners, like a huge country. And then it's like Republic of Moldova. Yeah. And at one point we were were on the chart. Yeah. On in Belgium and Malaysia were always there. We've ranked in Russia. Yeah, it's just crazy. I just don't even have words. But one of the other cool things is that not only have people been listening, but they've actually been taking the time and writing reviews, which is really difficult to get people to do. And we've, we've got quite a few. We, we have an average rating of 4.8, which is amazing. Let's talk about the, the five-star ratings and just even some of the reviews people have written have just been so kind. Let's talk about the, the five-star ratings and just even some of the reviews people have written have just been so kind. So one is titled Membership Card Left by Derelict88. And they said, No More Late Fees is a podcast made for me and my generation listening through their Halloween H2O episode. I was brought back to the days of my friends and I perusing the horror section of our local blockbuster every weekend or every other day during the summer and holiday breaks. Danielle and Jackie are engaging and genuine about their love for movies, specifically around the late 90s and early 2000s. They also add a bit of variety with parts of their show, like the Y2K review. And I really appreciate them, including the current availability of the film. This is a great podcast inclusion for movie watchers, especially those from the blockbuster generation to their listening rotation. Give them a subscribe now. So nice. Honestly, I remember when we were, <laughs> when we were coming up with the name of the podcast, I, I don't even know how we got there, but thank God it it's a great name, I think. And then I remember we were sitting and talking and Ike was there, Ike aka Ken. And we were trying to think of like a rating system. And I love our rating system, but I also love that we decided to do our rating now versus then. That has just mm-hmm. added another layer to the podcast, I think. Pure genius. <laughs> <laughs> If we do say sorry, <laughs> but we have gotten a lot of compliments on the rating system and that yeah. kind of stands us out from a lot of other movie podcasts in general, because we give our opinion. Well, the whole thing is our opinion, <laughs> <laughs> but like how we felt about it. And even talking about like, cause we try really hard not to watch movies that we know are coming up until it's time to watch them. So that, that nostalgia and that realization is there fresh (laughs) when we take notes, but being able to like have a feeling about a movie and then watch it now and be like, Oh, I've learned a thing or two since then. (laughs) Like some of them are surprising and some of them are surprising in a good way where you're like, wow, this 
this really holds up. I can't find anything wrong with it. Yeah. I, I especially love when there's a, another higher level that you couldn't quite comprehend when you were younger, but now that you're an adult, you you see the movie in a, a totally different way. I love that. Another review, officially hooked by Kai Bobby. OMG, yes to this podcast. Jackie and Danielle <laughs> are hilarious. It is so clear that they love doing this together, which makes it all the more fun to laugh along. Smiley face. It's great to see co-hosts that sincerely enjoy clowning around with each other and their guests. We need more of that out here. They had me out of breath laughing at work to the point where my coworker sincerely asked, are you okay? <laughs> I'm only a few episodes in, but I have found another way to make getting through my difficult work days so much better. Thanks y'all for the hard belly laughs. I needed it today. I can't wait for more tomorrow. how precious are are they like that's so sweet and I love that they laughed out loud at work and like their co-workers turn around (laughs) which I was at work one day and one of my co-workers Edgar (laughs) he, he, he was I guess turning on something to listen to while he was working and all of a sudden I heard our voices and I just stood up because he's like the cubicle in front of me and I just stood up I was like Edgar is that us and he goes oh sorry my headphones were plugged in you're so, like a, an office celebrity Jackie I am I mean just bringing pleasure to the masses <laughs> I want to read one. This is from Semicolon Jen, who not only wrote us a review, but is so nice. She always comments and engages on our Instagram account and like, love her. She wrote, this podcast is a gem. 90s and 2000s movies are my faves always. Every time I listen to an episode of this, I go rewatch whatever y'all are talking about because it just takes me back. You guys are the throwback movie BFS we all need. 10 out of 10 recommend. Ah, I love a supportive queen. Truly. Well, what other milestones have we reached in these short nine months? We were nominated for our first podcast awards by the Discover Pods in the film and new slash debut categories, which... That shit floored us. (laughs) That... I mean, thank you to everyone that nominated us and then voted for us. And it wasn't just like we were up against a bunch of random podcasts, like, or indie film- other indie podcasts, because, yeah. you know, we there were friends with so many indie podcasts. So I thought, oh, this is going to be hard. Yeah. Well, it got in even the harder. Film, yeah. In the film category, like we were literally up against how did this get made, which... I mean, I stand, I stand (laughs) so hard. We were up against the office ladies. Yeah. Angela and Jenna from the office, but like crazy, crazy famous podcasts that have huge numbers. And just to see our name directly below, how did this get made? I was like, (laughs) done, can pack it in. Good. So unfortunately we did not win, but now we can we're nominated. Say that we're nominated. And that was an amazing experience. We also had six employee picks, is what I'm calling them. Those nice. are movies that had a would buy it rating from Y2K and still a would buy it rating now. Nice. Do you have any guesses? Empire Records. 
Yes. Harry Potter? No. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's my fault. Harry mm-hmm. Potter's my fault. Yeah. It is. Um, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Give me a second. <laughs> okay. Now and then? Nope. Really? <laughs> oh, it was you. You messed that one up. That's not Princess Diaries, is it? Yes. Okay. Princess Diaries is one of them. Scream. Yes. I love how when you <laughs> when you're thinking you're looking up at the spot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking to Jesus. Mind your business. <laughs> He's whispering in your ear. He is. I don't know why I do this, but it's working. It's working for me. Was Camp Nowhere that one? Yes. Oh, okay. Two so more. I've done two more. Jesus. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, legally Blonde? Yes. Okay. Ooh, one more. What's the last one? I don't want to waste people's time. <laughs> Ocean's Eleven. Oh, yeah. We just did that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, it is Empire Records, Legally Blonde, Camp Nowhere, Princess Diaries, Scream, and Ocean's Eleven are our 2021 employee picks. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and then our other ratings rundowns include 84 Would Buy It, 37 Five Days, 37 Two Days, 26 Same Days, and six haven't seen it. <laughs> They're which, all mine. Which no, Crooklyn yeah. was mine. Uh-huh. Zoe hadn't seen Joyride. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> so obviously this whole episode is just us gushing about just our experience and how much love we've been receiving. Because, you know when we do our episodes, we really don't talk too much about anything except the movies, which we both appreciate because we don't like to waste people's time. But (laughs) I also think it's really important, not only just in this podcast situation, but in life that you take a break and and really think and, and appreciate your wins. Because sometimes you need that. I know I need to push into 2022 shit. Like, yeah. Besides this podcast, life has been hard. (laughs) And that's a great segue to just talk about celebrities. Huh? Yeah. That was an excellent segue. (laughs) Danielle doesn't do transitions. Not at all. I just, whatever the brain decides to send to the mouth. We got a little bit of celebrity love. And for us, it means a lot. Even if he does. Even if in my mind, I know it's a publicist or someone else running their social media, whatever. We don't need to know. We don't care. It's just happening. Even if it's just a like, even if they hit it by accident, don't care. Love it. Love it. (laughs) Our very first celebrity encounter was Rachel True, which blew my mind. And this was like when we first started Instagram, we had like very little because we did half-baked and she liked it. So I almost passed the fuck out. Oh my gosh. That was so exciting. And we're like, she sees us. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 
And another celebrity was Nikki Sue, who, who not only her TikTok from the movie Stick It was like blowing up. And I just, you know, rolled up into them comments and asked her if she wanted to be in the episode. And she said yes. And I was just like, oh, okay. Which that was our first experience knowing that it doesn't hurt to ask and mm-hmm. people will say yes. So and she, she was so gracious. Oh my God. So sweet. The most amazing, sweetest person ever. She really was so kind and generous to mm-hmm. us and we will never forget it. Same with Natanya Ross, really shocked. <laughs> she said yes. And not only did she say yes, not only did she come on for us to interview her, but she follows on us on Instagram and she actually like engages with us and it's just the kindness. She'll share our stuff. Like she doesn't have to do any of that. And it's just... Oh, we love her. We stand Natanya a hundred percent. We've had Ashley Williams, which Jackie lost her shit because she loves how oh, I met your mother. And she's like, that's the true mother. I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> she should have been the mother. And that is the hill I am willing to die on <laughs> is Victoria should have been the mother. I almost lost my breath because Bianca Lawson, aka the woman who never ages, aka the second slayer and Buffy, aka Beyonce's stepsister. <laughs> she got a lot of titles. AKA, I'm about to squash this shit in <laughs> in that movie. Save the last dance. Oh, she was gem. Uh, <laughs> she reshared um a post we reshared of her and she was, she sent us some melanin emojis, prayer hands. Yep. I cried. Christina Milian shared something on her stories. So that I was like, she knows we exist. Don Cheadle, just like something from Ocean's Eleven. And I think Jackie must pass the fuck out when I said I was that like, one to her. He's an Avenger. <laughs> <laughs> Nikki Belderback, who played Whitney and Bring It On. Full conversation. Super nice. Taryn Manning, like two things and one in our stories and another thing a post because we did Crossroads. Mm-hmm. But I think the celebrity that makes me laugh the most. How excited Jack, I how get. How excited Jackie gets is Ed Beckley Jr. He was the dean on season three of Veronica Mars, Danielle. We're so close to Veronica Mars. <laughs> Now, mind you, we're excited that these people just gave us hearts like most yeah. of them have not even been on the show. Nope. Okay, we are going to get into some questions and then I'll play some clips if appropriate. Danielle, I've provided you a list of all of our episodes for reference, uh, just in case you... What movie surprised you the most? Which episode or which movie surprised me? Yeah, yeah, either way. Oh, surprised me. You know, this is a general statement. The thing that surprises me the most is how much joy I feel about a movie after we do an episode, even though I hated the movie. It Mm -hmm. almost like fucks with my brain that I'm like thinking that I like the movie now. (laughs) I had such a good time talking Talking about how shit (laughs) the movie So I think that has been very surprising. Heavyweights definitely was a surprise in the sense that watching it, because 
it was appalling. It did not hold up at all. It was so, so, so toxic. That really, really surprised me. I also think Wu surprised me because I didn't remember that was our first movie together. (laughs) And the whole time I was watching the movie, I just thought, oh man, how did Jackie stay friends with me when I told her that we should watch this movie? What about you? Well, so movie, I would say Idle Hands because I didn't like it. And then when I was watching it, I was just like, this movie, I enjoy this movie. This movie pretty good. And then you're just like, what in the hot shit did we watch? <laughs> but I was like, I'm on board. <laughs> Jane Silent Bob, just because like such nostalgia for all things Kevin Smith and then rewatching the movie and just realizing how homophobic it was and just that whole movie ran on dreams and nightmares (laughs) yeah so those are my two takeaways yeah what were the funniest moments (laughs) okay obviously empire records me saying same (laughs) what what the and who did I how did I say it I was just like (laughs) and what do you what did he mean grab the ranch dressing and you were like what when you said said what I was like oh that's another another extended cut yeah Um, but also no, this dude did not pull out ranch dressing and said, I guess, I hope you like ranch. What kind of sex shit is he into? What? Is that the extended cutting? <laughs> Twas. Because these, what I saw was rock and roll. He pulls his dick out and she panics and runs out of the room. Oh, let me give you another extended cut. Um... <laughs> He looks at her protest. Then he, when he finally caves, he unzips his pants and he has ranch dressing from that little like meal she provided him with the salad. Um, And he pulls the ranch dressing and he says, rock and roll. I hope you like ranch. And he looks like he's getting ready to pour the ranch on his junk. What? What the? What the fuck? (laughs) No, 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 no. Yeah. Oh my god, Danielle. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, you don't know what you're missing out on this damn extended cut. And I love how I don't know which parts. (laughs) (laughs) The ranch dressing whole thing where you watched and first be our first episode and you watch the extended cut unknowing and I'm just like that I've watched this movie that's not in this movie and you're just like bitch I watched it I don't know what to tell you <laughs> that realization multiple people are like Danielle should watch the extended cut every time <laughs> uh, well, the mummy when I did the introduction and said this is just another movie of white people doing being in places they shouldn't be so the mummy if you haven't seen it 
<laughs> is about pretty much a bunch of white people going where they shouldn't go and unleashing. <laughs> That's the perfect description <laughs> of this movie. Unleashing an ancient old mummy who's been punished for trying to get his freak on with the pharaoh's <laughs> girl. I think that's the best description of the mummy I could give. Yep. They, they should have just put that on the box. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, like white people went where they shouldn't have gone. <laughs> I actually wrote down that <laughs> this movie should really be, no, it's if you fuck, fuck around and you'll find out was a movie. That's what this is. <laughs> That's the tagline for the front of the box. Yes. If something says don't open it, don't open it. (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) Perfect synopsis of the mummy. Yes. I really loved the scenarios you gave in Independence Day. You were just writing this narrative, and I was just like, I don't know what's happening, but I'm here for it. And it's up on our Patreon account if you want to watch the whole thing, but I'll give a brief synopsis. And essentially, Daniel goes, in, so in high school for Christmas, I gave your sister a dolphin ring. Were we engaged? And I was just like, guess so. <laughs> oh my God. You talking about the the heirloom dolphin ring engagement ring in Empire Records? Oh my gosh, dead. The I mean, I'm sure we'll talk more about Independence Day because that, that episode was crazy. I know what he did last summer, roided out Barry. Like, what are you doing, <laughs> man? Like, you can't take roided out Barry. Roided out. Barry. <laughs> I love that. That's that's definitely that should be his character name, Roy. Yes. Out <laughs> yep. That needs to be on a shirt. Roy did out there. It's like the best role of his career. So then the next scene is Barry working out at the gym. Of course, that's what Roy did out Barry does. <laughs> Oh, roided out Barry. <laughs> and then Babysitter's Club. I, I think I said, who the fuck is? David Michael? David Michael. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that was. In, in 13 goes, we had been talking about Kathy the whole thing. And halfway through you go, who the fuck is Kathy? Okay. Anywho. So yeah, we meet David and of course he's obsessed and in love with Don. Alan. Who did I say? David. Who the hell's David? David Michael is Christy's little brother. Let me start over. (laughs) (laughs) Here's a better question. Who the fuck is Kathy? (laughs) Are you asking honestly? Shannon Elizabeth. Okay, okay. That's her real name. Her street name. Okay. My bad. But I mean, you started in episode five with the Phantom Menace where you're just like, I'm not learning all the names. And I mean, <laughs> you've held true to your word that you will not learn the names. I will of not. Anyone. There have been times where I've surprised you and I know the names, but it's rare. <laughs> it's very rare. I have to very much like the movie for me to know the names. 
trying to think if there's anything else that was just like we were um the like I said the Titanic let the bitch sink classic oh I do have one where I was surprised Lilo and Stitch I really said I'm not doing shit like Jackie gonna carry this she got this that did not happen well you see (laughs) I have listened to it because I really don't sit down and watch it. Like I always put it on while I'm doing other things and the scenes, they float in and out of my brain in some order. I know a general plot line, but I don't know like, oh, this happens next. I'm like, it all just kind of happens together in my brain. It's it feels <laughs> like, I thought, I thought you love this movie. I thought you love this movie. I was like, I do. I just... I don't know the play-by-plays. That's when that was the turning point. Episode 12 was when I was like, I have to, to take notes. To take notes. Danielle takes like a page, maybe a page and a half of notes if if, if she's I take notes. Feeling inspired. <laughs> Jackie takes anywhere from like six to twelve pages of notes because I'm the one who sits and writes down what happens chronologically in movies. Cause after the Lilo and Stitch debacle. <laughs> Never want to be in that situation again. And now we'll be able to call it the Lilo and Stitch debacle of 2021. It is. <laughs> it is guided me to be a more organized podcaster. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it really, see, this is the problem. We're enabling my behavior. It should have, out of that situation, I should have said, oh, Jackie might not always have it even if it's our favorite movie, I might need to take more notes, but that's not what happened. No, Danielle was just like, <laughs> that does remind me of another episode when we did now and then. And so at the end of every episode, we say our phone number, Jackie had gotten a brand new spanking notebook because she takes so many notes and there was this moment of fear in Jackie's eyes when we got to that part because she had forgotten and her new notebook did not have the number and I'm looking at her and it's just like <laughs> that I hate the dawn to even, of realization <laughs> I hate to even reference R. Kelly because I fuck you know I can't but it's that song where he's like and I was looking at her and she was looking at me and <laughs> we just were like <laughs> stand off like <laughs> That P. Diddy gif <laughs> where they're just looking at each other. Oh, man. And, and then- <laughs> I had to jump up and get my old notebook. So, Jackie, give them the number if you have it. <laughs> <laughs> it's in my old notebook. Oh. <laughs> I started... You- Wait till you know she was right. (laughs) Wait till you watch that back, Danielle, because you see my eyes get big and then I start panicking. (laughs) Like I didn't write it in my no notebook. (laughs) I'm so sorry. I thought you know we have a thing going on. We do. I just don't know our own number. Dude, y'all made my cheeks hurt from smiling and laughing so much. And then Danielle was making fun of my jammy pants because they had baby Yoda on them. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Where were they from, Danielle? Me undies. 
And now to our sponsored, (laughs) not sponsored yet. So I I've cut it out of every single episode, I think, (laughs) but I have a bank of almost every single episode. I bring up MeUndies in some form or some fashion. One day we will get a sponsor. We're manifesting this. We are. We are. And we will go back to this. I like, I'm not exaggerating. H to T could have an entire MeUndies outfit. Including my masks. If you need really soft masks that hold up well in the wash, MeUndies. But anyway, I digress, but I love MeUndies. <laughs> the other episode that was really, really funny was poor Nick. <laughs> <laughs> Monsters Inc. episode. He didn't know what he was walking into. No. He thought we were just going to have a Monsters Inc. love fest. And <laughs> he realized he was wrong. Oh, man his expressions and the way that his voice would like <laughs> go scale up and down when he says like, cause I was putting some videos together and I had to edit one where he was like, it was good. Like, <laughs> like he wasn't even sure anymore. If it was good or not. We, had convinced him. we had turned his whole world upside down. Everything he thought he knew was a lie. <laughs> I just, we owe him (laughs) an episode where we all really love the movie. I don't, I don't think we're going to be able to do it. I think every time he comes on the show, it's going to be, we're just going to throw him, throw him curveballs all the time. Sorry, Nick. We hope you still come back, but (laughs) (laughs) we expect more of the same from you now. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So what were, well, we kind of cover this favorite moments. Was there anything, a favorite moment that you didn't cover that wasn't, may not have been funny, but it was standout. So to me, one of the things that I, that has been really surprising and fun are, are some of our guests and some of their connections or their diehard for certain movies. Mm -hmm. The fact that Amber can remember the Space Jam website from 1996, 97 <laughs> is hilarious. And how much knowledge she had on that movie. <laughs> Epic. <laughs> the fact that Brian <laughs> had like seven t-shirt changes. What oh, we the did wardrobe crossword. changes in Crossroads. <laughs> he it was amazing. A different Britney shirt. And he was like, how should I transition? I'm just like, why do you have so many? But I also love this at the same time. <laughs> Don't go changing, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> like all of our guests have just been so knowledgeable too. Like even if mm-hmm. it's maybe not their favorite movie, they'll go and they'll bring facts that we didn't know, you know, that I just think has been really great in the process too. You know, I did love love in basketball with Simone and Bria, just because their dynamic is very similar to ours. Yeah. So like getting the four of us in a room together or in a zoom call together, like it was just, it was awesome. And for them to bring their insight and their life experiences into the movie, that was super fun. Yeah. They're the greatest, um, 
I love our pod pals. <laughs> they they're so supportive too. Like they send us stuff and they're always sharing our stuff. We just it it was like a love fest. And we got to do it twice because we got to yes. be on their show, which was so cool. And because of being on their show, I brought one of the dynamics from their show that I thought was cool is because they talk a little bit about how much the movies made during that time. Cause I think it does speak to, you know, was this a hit? Was it a flop mm-hmm. kind of thing? Yeah. And if you don't listen, you should definitely check out Roll Call. They're great. Especially their Boy Next Door episode featuring No More Late Fees. Yeah. We had some hot takes on that movie. (laughs) (laughs) And that's also fun when when we get to do other podcasts because we have a 10-year window. So if something falls out of it, we've only stepped outside that box twice and it was two 1994 movies, Camp Nowhere and Crooklyn. Yeah. But other than that, we've been very strict about our time frame because that is our, our sweet spot where we were. At yeah, it, it's our high and it's our high school t- through our college years. Yeah. And so those are the times that we remember and are very nostalgic for, but it's nice to be able to go, Ooh, let's do a movie from 2015. <laughs> we can do that. It's not on our podcast, but we are happy to do that. <laughs> So we did Boy Next Door with Roll Call, and then we did Attic Expeditions with Reanimator mm-hmm. podcast. I was on Mike and Mike's podcast there in our podcast network, and we did My Girl 2. We were also featured on Infinite Film Clubs. I think two different episodes. We were on their Little Miss Sunshine episode, and then they did like a compilation episode where they were just talking about some of the things that I guess tropes that you we hate and so we sent in Jackie's diatribe on Nicholas Sparks and melodrama that she can't stand we were also featured on genre genre geeks they're super great I like their podcast a lot and they're they're just so and actually our recommendation for them is our next episode 200 cigarettes so that is super fun there's two podcasts that I wanted to shout out as well who actually invited us to join them tis the podcast we read their wonderful Christmas story Jackie and I and totally rad Christmas Jerry is one of the nicest people we've ever met and he's introduced us to the entire Christmas pod network, which is huge. I did not know. <laughs> There's so many other people but that mm-hmm. I'm sure we're going to miss, but just wanted to shout them out. Okay, Danielle. What has been your favorite episode this year? Independence Day, baby. <laughs> <laughs> There's that fucking episode. I don't know what it was like from a setup and editing situation because it was the first time we'd used a different platform it was a nightmare and I I thought I was going to cry when I thought Mm -hmm. I couldn't download it properly and I do have to pat you on the back I mean not just for editing all of our episodes but for that one was extremely difficult and time consuming and you had to do damn near magic and it was also a lesson into I've got to trust Jackie's gut because (laughs) I could get very anxiety ridden pretty quickly and she'll just say, just shut up. I got this. And I just have to shut up and let her get it. (laughs) (laughs) That was, it it was a a challenge 
so long story short, my audio dropped a couple of times and it was on different tracks. And so my audio was like a minute and a half shorter than Danielle's, but I didn't know where <laughs> in the two hours the audio dropped. So I literally had to listen and try and figure out and, and move audio to make sure that it all lined up. Like I edited that thing like three times. It, it was, it was a nightmare, but I was like, let's just get it done. And we'll never use this program again. And we'll just go back to zoom because it hasn't failed us yet. But that, I, I think that was one of the times it was, I was on summer vacation I think you had, you had been on vacation and we were just like, we were in the zone. Like we were, yes. we were on the same track, how we felt about the movie. And we just like, we were vibing that day. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that episode, I, I haven't done this, but I listened to that episode more than once. And I <laughs> don't usually do that. That episode let I mean, I know I have a memory problem and sometimes things are just fresh because I don't remember them, but that episode, I just truly enjoyed. It brought joy to my life. I laughed so hard doing the episode and listening to the episode. Yeah, that one, that was a really good, it was a really good episode. What about you? What's your favorite? I think for me, the mummy episode was my favorite. We had Lindley on. She was amazing and came with all the mummy facts. She did. And like, just, just talking about some of the stuff we talked about, like the cat Bjorn to keep the mummies away. That was amazing. How it was just, it was, it was so enjoyable. And that movie is so enjoyable. And like Brendan Fraser stands for life. That's what we didn't do is make a list of the actors we, that we, we stand. Like, we stand. <laughs> Brendan Fraser is definitely on that list. And so Matthew it was just Lillard. A, Matthew Lillard, Devin Seth Green Saw. for you. Yeah, Seth Green. It was just such an enjoyable episode. There are two more that stand out, not as much as a mummy. Halloween H2O. I feel like we had a lot of fun doing. It was um, the first time we were just you and I again. Not that we don't love our guests because we do and we're so thankful for it. But when we get opportunities to just have that dynamic of just us again, it's really fun. Because yeah. mainly because we don't have to prepare a lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but there's no trailer or yeah. anything. It's just the two of us. That one was super fun. And then 13 Ghosts. And it could just be that I love the movie so much. But <laughs> it was just a lot of fun. And Sam you know, was awesome. He was amazing. I mean just talking about all of like the shit, like the, it was just a hot mess <laughs> and I still love it so much. And, but it was a hot mess of a movie. And then we got the, <laughs> who the fuck is Kathy? Um, <laughs> that one was really good. And then of course, Monsters Inc. with Nick, where he just, he didn't want to live this life anymore. <laughs> I know. I, I will say there was an episode that was like, not my favorite. And that was because I was sick and that was Legally Blonde, which I always think it's funny because everyone says they love it. Yeah. And so I'm like really glad that people don't hear my struggles. <laughs> and that, like, that's just reinforcing that we're our own biggest critics and that yeah. we felt like it was 
just kind of going to be a, a, a bomb and everyone really loves it and thought it was really insightful. Plus it's, I mean, it's a feminist movie, so how can you not love Legally Blonde in any capacity that you get it? Yeah, it's such a good movie. Okay, so now we're thinking towards 2022. 2022. Yeah, there's a lot of twos in that statement. My brain shut off for a second. Okay, so what movies are on your short list for next year? What do you want to make sure we do? Mm. Well, drive me crazy. Yes. Yeah, drive me crazy. I'd like to do Desert Blue because I haven't watched it since like probably the mid aughts. Mm. And that was a movie that was a Jackie and Danielle movie. Ooh, all I want to do or strike or whatever you call it. That's yeah, with, with Gabby Hoffman. Obviously there's the the ultra high ones like clueless mm-hmm. and mean girls that we haven't done i almost right. feel like when we do those movies it's like then what else is there to live for you know like <laughs> there's something that we're working towards those i don't know but definitely i'm, I'm excited to do more horror movies just because i know you hate them you know what i will say that halloween season this year for us i was in my bag though on social I had so much fun creating content and our Halloween episodes were some of my favorite episodes, even though I don't love horror, I was down to do it because we could make fun of it afterwards. So it has changed my mind a little bit. Now, will I go watch a horror movie uh, every night? No, but <laughs> it, I'm more open to it now. And the horror community is amazing on social like yes it's insane how cool they are they're real cool I was never cool enough to be like a goth person but they're pretty cool and welcoming <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to do Ooh, Casper. Casper um <laughs> uh, oh get over it same same brain yes <laughs> That was another Jackie Danielle movie that no one has heard of except for like the two people that stand it on TikTok, which we so appreciate. Well, that's the um, thing. I think we used to feel so niche. I think it's funny because we thought we were like, it was a flex for us kind of that we thought that we were like the only people that knew about these movies. And as I continue to go on TikTok and see that there's so many other people who know about them, it actually makes me upset. <laughs> I feel like I'm not special no more. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, it just tells me there's a shitload of potential listeners. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Like that movie you thought no one watched except for you. Like people were watching. I love that. Anything else you can think of? The best man. I, I love that movie. I definitely want to do Drumline so I could just, it could just be an episode of me talking about how much I love my college. <laughs> Nothing wrong oh, with that. And I can't wait. I can't wait to dive into the subgenre, basement low genre of dance movies because they're bad. And I know you're going to hate it, but I love them. Oh, God. Love yes. them. 
Oh, and also can't wait for us to do the notebook with Heather because <laughs> you're going to hate it. Oh, it's going to be so <laughs> awful. I do want to do Sky High. <laughs> the way. Okay, this leads me to a really good question that we don't have on the list, but the way that you love Sky High reminds mm. me of this process of doing a podcast of how many things I've learned about you. We've been friends for over 20 plus years at this point. And the fact that I have been surprised so much in these last nine months, <laughs> what is, I wish, I wish the- we had a list of all the times you're like, <laughs> didn't know that. <laughs> what is something that has surprised you about me doing this podcast? Really, the number one thing is that you always side with the antagonist, like always. And it's to the point now where I'm watching a movie and I'll just look at Ken and I'm like, she's going to defend this character to no end. (laughs) I like, I have empathy for people. And I believe that sometimes the people who are the meanest end up having a lot of pain. Yeah, it's always a Taylor Vaughn. Okay, so here's the thing. <laughs> I don't always love the villain, but when I do, it's because I feel like they're misunderstood. Like, was Taylor Vaughn really the villain? Was she a mean girl? Yes, but the whole villain, how can we talk about her and not talk about the two grown-ass men who tricked this girl into dating her? thought that they were like we don't have that discourse no we have to mess with the girl who has worked four years to set up her empire and now she's got some scrawny little art chick getting in her way because two dudes are butthurt that she dumped one of the guys how is this her problem why is this her problem now I'm just saying I just I'm looking at it from a different lens that's all What are the things that you learned about me, Danielle? You love sky high. That's for damn sure. And I I think because we had so many movies that we loved together, I didn't realize how fucking different our tastes are. Yes. We are polar opposites. Like, I I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I know you didn't like The Notebook. But like, you don't like Christmas movies. No, you you don't like, you'll like rom-coms. I think this is, so really what it's come down to is I feel like you tricked me into a relationship and I don't (laughs) know how we got here. (laughs) As long as there is an element of comedy, I'm good with the romance. But once it becomes strictly romance, like, what about? What about that Spotless Mind movie with Jim Carrey and nope. oh, she's... <laughs> and and there's some sci-fi stuff you don't like either. I am very picky about my sci-fi. Yeah. So it's just like pick a lane, Jackie. Please tell me where you were at. I am at Star Trek and Star Wars. <laughs> and Sci-fi, as long as it doesn't involve uh, time travel, because you lose me there. 
No Nicholas Sparks, no melodramas. Mm-hmm. Most Christmas movies I could very much leap. And I love Sky High and Out Cold, and I don't understand why you don't. <laughs> yeah. Oh, don't get me wrong. I fucking love Sky High. I just was surprised. That's what is the surprise comes from, is because if it's not we never one of discussed our movies, it, we never discussed it. And if it's not one of our movies, and you tell me like something, I'm shocked because I love it too. <laughs> now the Nicholas Spark stuff, it's not like I'm watching that every day because I'm not, but I like to just cry for fun. So that's a whole different scenario. <laughs> Jackie does not. And Christmas <laughs> movies, I feel like Christmas movies fall into that special category where it's definitely outside of the realm of anything real. But I like that for a little moment that I could be cheesy. And that's fine with me. I like cheesy. I'm okay with it. I like I a little like hope. The cheese. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> so, I mean, it's not like I'm telling you to like a Hallmark movie. I get I it. I know. I know. We just difference <laughs> of opinions and that's okay. <laughs> okay. Last question. Who would be your dream guest or interview? I know we touched a little bit on, we want to refrain from doing movies where like the actor, if they were to guest was actually in the movie, because we feel like we would just insult them, but we also have to manifest, put it out in the universe (laughs) if we want something to happen. So who would be your dream guest or interview? Oh my gosh. Well, uh, Bianca Lawson, I got questions. That woman was like, first of all, my resolution for next year is can I stop saying like as much? I I don't, I I hate that I do it. Secondly, I would love to just know what it was like for her to, to have some of these iconic roles and she just lived a life, you know? And, mm-hmm. but I feel like she's also underrated in some ways. It's great how social media kid could bring people to the forefront that should be in the forefront. Rachel True, I think for me, it's definitely a lot of actors and actresses that I grew up watching and they were the representation that I didn't, the very minimal representation that I got to see growing up. It's a, it's a goddamn shame Stacey Dash is a hot mess because who didn't love D? Right? Mm-hmm. I know. But yeah, I would say those two I, for me. I think if, if, if in a dream world, if I could have any guest, it would be Jason Matsukas. I just love him so much on How Did This Get Made? And oh, any anytime I see him in a movie, like, I I have said before, the night before is one of the only Christmas movies I watch. And he has like a three line role. And every time he's on screen, I just get this big goofy grin on my face. Like (laughs) I just love his and appreciate his humor so much. And he's so quick witted and I just adore him. And he's not afraid to kind of go against the grain, much like you with your antagonist, like, (laughs) Um, So I I think he would be amazing as a guest. Obviously I have stated before, I will state it till the end of time. I am 
a huge Kevin Smith fan. And so if we could interview anyone, I've seen him in person a couple of times and he's just an amazing storyteller and he is so genuine in everything that he does and says that I feel like he'd be an amazing interview and kind of give his honest opinions on things. And the last in November, I went and saw him when his documentary came out clerk that's based on his life. And if you haven't seen it, go see it. It's amazing. Malcolm Ingram did it, but they did a screening and a Q and a, and I stood in line because (laughs) my question for him, which I'm just going to ask now, he has a a podcast network. It's called the Smodcast Podcast Network. And there is very few female representation on it. Mm. And so I was like, do you need a female podcast that uh, deals with movies? Because bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I think you should start and say, why don't you have some female representation? (laughs) That's a really good question. Yeah. So that was going to be my question. They cut off the Q and a, I was like number (laughs) two in line at that point, you know, (laughs) Uh, but yeah, Kevin Smith is just my dream interview. (gasps) I mean, I, I would love to interview him and talk to him about his career. And I mean, he just cut to the point where he's, he's just making movies for himself. And if other people enjoy it, that's great. But like, why try and please other people? Like just try and please yourself and have fun and do movies with your friends, which is kind of what we're doing with the podcast. We just do it with people that we love to talk to and be with. So I, I think one of the people that I very much admire for how they have moved in the industry is Issa Rae. And so I just finished watching Insecure. Pretty much she started with a web show. She has navigated through this brilliantly, but at some point where she was at the precipice of really blowing up, she said, I need to not look for getting introduced to the Oprah's and the Tyler Perry's of the world. I want to make content and and partner with people who are just where I'm at. Mm-hmm. And, re- and make really quality stuff. You know, I think so many of us are always looking for what we think or aspire to be or higher than us, instead of really building a community with people who are at this, the same steps or levels that we are. I, I think that she's done a phenomenal job. I, I watched a documentary of the shooting of the last season and the amount of people that she's been able to bring into the unions, into the space of her show, people of color who have been able to direct the show, just because she's been able to do that and push for that. And I, I really like that idea. And I think it's just been my motivation when trying to find people that are going to be on the show not necessarily, oh, someone with a big following, but do they have like a personality that's going to match? Are they at the same level in our mindset of what we're trying to bring fun and joy to people? So hopefully we'll find more of those people. We've done a freaking awesome job so far finding some amazing people to join us. It's been, it's amazing. And like, 
just every time you think about wow we we were just like let's get to 10 episodes <laughs> and now we're, we're at 36 with tr- on top of the trailers we put out on top of a couple of special episodes it's been crazy yeah it's been amazing really and truly I could not be more thankful our our goals for next year here's accountability get our merch off the ground that's something that uh, (laughs) we've been taking notes but it keeps being put on the back burner so that's definitely something that we want to make sure to focus on we've done one live this year but we want to do more in the future. Yeah, we need to do more. Sorry, Patreons. We promise we're going to do better. Yeah, it just got a little cray cray. Yeah. And thinking of more creative ways for For us to engage with our, with everybody. Yeah. Yes. And especially our Patreon members, because like they're the ones paying the money and (laughs) really supporting us. And we want to give you all that we can over and above. Yeah. The podcast. So any other goals? <laughs> <laughs> I think just to continue to do better. And, and that doesn't mean we're not doing good. We're doing great. I think just to keep going and to make sure we don't burn out and mm-hmm. continue to communicate with each other, which I think has been really good. Yeah. I think keep up the good work. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't think there's anything extra, I guess you could say. Uh, yeah. Just keep believing in ourselves and, and not limiting ourselves. I think that's key. That was our great mind dump of 2021. A uh, different episode than we normally would have, but we're just thankful for everyone who listens and who supports us. And we appreciate you more than you'll ever know. We thought we would do this episode just to give you guys a, a glimpse behind the curtain. There's no Oz back here, but it's just us. So trying to hold it together during <laughs> a personal pan pizza and yeah. job transitions and just life. But this has been, life. it's been such a great outlet. I don't see it as like, there are a lot of things in life that you can see as a burden or something I have to do, or like putting pressure on yourself. But like, this is the thing that it's like, oh, I get to do the podcast. So <laughs> yeah, if you're, if you want to do a podcast, get out and do it. And if you need any help, hit us up. We are more than happy to give feedback and thing, tips and tricks that have worked for us so far. We did want to give a special end of the year shout out to our current Patreon besties. So Marley, Stephanie, Akila, Brian, Theon, Pamela, Tracy, Johnny, Atiba, Shayla, Morgan, Gwen, Shannon, Terry, and Laura. Thank you so much for all of the support. Shannon, keep trolling Danielle on Patreon. I love it. <laughs> and we'll continue giving you that extra spicy content. <laughs> No, she'll continue to give us extra spicy content. Join our Patreon just so you can watch Shannon roast me all day, every day. It's so fun. I'm glad you love it. I really do. And as always, 
you guys can join our community, grow with us, engage with us, have fun with us on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, and YouTube at No More Late Fees. And also stay tuned because 2022 is coming in hot. We have a ton of great movies planned with some amazing new and returning guests. And to start off the year, we'll be traveling to New York City on New Year's Eve with the cult classic 200 Cigarettes. And not to be lame, but see you next year. (laughs) (laughs) And as always, be kind and rewind.